0: You're listening to A Mighty Love, the podcast for honest and witty love wisdom. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the podcast. I am one of your co hosts, Demetrius.
1: I am one of your co hosts, Polly M. And we are A Mighty Love,
0: the we podcast.
1: Are. We are. And here's our dance routine. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah, it was really good. We should probably add video to the podcast. But for
1: now, people have to imagine it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a tap dance, I think. hmm Yeah, soft shoe, though, so mm-hmm. you couldn't hear it. No. Um, We're on carpet. <laughs> we are on carpet. Yeah, it's my plush carpeting in our luxurious studio and. In- or in my apartment. Yes. Um, Yeah, it's weird that I have space for a full studio, but not a kitchen table. Yeah. It's
1: one of those things. It's one of
0: those things. New York apartments You got to make choices. Yeah, I've made some hard choices in my life in apartments. Today's episode is inspired by a reader suggestion.
1: Okay, so this is from at Delinka1989. Okay. Yeah. So she messaged me and said, I have two topics. So this is the first one suggested one, if men and women truly can be friends, a la when Harry met Sally question mark. And then two, how to express to a person you are dating that you'd rather be friends with and truly mean it and not went to him, hurt him or her as a partner.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was a great suggestion. So thank you. Uh, but I wanted to expand it a little bit. We wanted to expand it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talk about, can two people truly be friends who are potentially attracted to each other? Yes. Because can men and women be friends? I think the answer is yes. I think I would. we would just flat out just say a resounding yes. Uh, yeah. You have two friends who are... Someone who identifies as a man Mm -hmm. and a woman. We're friends.
1: We are friends. Um, It's where we are. Right now. Hey. Look at us. Um, But
0: there's like more nuance to, you know, can two people who could potentially be attracted to each other be friends? Right. Like can can
1: two lesbians be friends? Two
0: lesbians. Can a bi woman be friends with men and women? But then there's other levels to it. Like can people who have previously dated actually still be friends Mm -hmm. um so we wanted to sort of cover it more broadly so thank you for the suggestion and we're just going to take off yeah so let's start really simple okay can people who have previously dated turn that into or turn it back into a friendship or turn it into a friendship maybe they never were friends
1: i think it really depends i think you can i don't think it's definitely no but it's not definitely yes I think it really depends on like the length and the intensity of the relationship mm, yeah. and what your relationship was like before you were started dating or even if you had a relationship before you started dating and then also what you both want moving forward.
0: Yeah. And I think that just like with relationships, friendships mean certain things to certain people. Like I have friends who I consider friends who I haven't seen them in like a year, a couple of yeah. years, but they're still friends to me. But they don't have the same sort of friendship that I have with friends who I just saw yesterday and the weekend before and, like, the weekend before and, you know. Right. So it it really all depends. Like, you can be friends with someone. Like, I'm Facebook friends with my ex-girlfriend from when I was 22. Yeah. We're not, like, super close.
1: Guys don't, like, send each other Christmas presents and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: no. Never did a Christmas present. But I did do a career day at her school.
1: Oh. So,
0: you know, we're friendly. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool.
1: That's exciting. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I Facebook friends with some of my exes. I'm not really actually truly friends with any of them, which I think is too bad. But I feel like there are a lot of extenuating circumstances for each of the relationships why we're no longer friends. And some of them, it's just like a convenience thing. Like we've both moved away and moved on. And like, the, yeah. we, it wasn't like we're like, we're not friends anymore. It was just sort of like, I outgrew the friendship just like I outgrew lots of other friendships with people I've never dated. Yeah. And they did too. But I think for the people who I've had, a lot of people, you know, when the relationship ends, it's often because there are unsolvable problems Mm -hmm. for me. And staying friends with that person wasn't really an option because those problems would have persisted into the friendship. So it depends a lot on what your relationship was like.
0: Yeah. I would say that I always found it easy to maintain a friendship with someone If I was already friends and like maybe we hooked up Mm -hmm. or dated for a little bit, just didn't work out. And then we're like, oh, we could just go back to being friends. It's not like there was a serious romantic investment. Yeah. It was much, it's much harder to go back to being friends if you had a serious long-term relationship. Yeah. Like if you were friends for six months and you dated for six years, it's going to be really, really hard to turn back the clock.
1: Sure. Like one friend I think of in particular, like... He and I dated for maybe about, like, maybe eight or nine months. I don't know. Not a year. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, a, like pretty much, like, the school year. Yeah. And then it ended. And we cared for each other, but we weren't in love. And it felt like a very intense friends with benefits situation as opposed oh. to, like, a romantic relationship. Like, we did. I did truly care for him. Mm-hmm. But it was just clear that we weren't going to wind up together and we weren't super serious about the future with each other and we were just sort of happy to to be together and be monogamous in the moment Mm -hmm. and i feel like that is why we were able to stay friends is because we didn't Neither of us had hung our hopes on like a romantic future together,
0: yeah. So there wasn't the disappointment and sort of settling for friendship.
1: No, I mean, it did end where like I already knew the answer to this. Like, I think I would have wanted to become more serious if he had wanted to, but I just knew that he really didn't, and I was satisfied with that in the moment. But then I was sort of going through this transition, and I was going to maybe move, and so it was going to be a lot harder for us to be together. And I said, like, I don't really want to commit to continuing this unless you want to commit to being more serious. Mm -hmm. So if you're willing to commit to being more serious, like, I will do the work to make this work. But I need you to want to be more serious. And he was like, I don't want to do that. And I said, okay, well, then there's your answer. So I kind of made him do it. Uh (laughs) It's a a trick. You tricked him into it? I tricked him into breaking up with me. But it was... (laughs) The right... It was de- it was only the right thing for both of us. I know, it's just
0: hilarious. Yeah. yeah you're like, you're, through the power of logic, I've made okay. you break yeah, up I've, with me. I've
1: painted you into a quarter. Checkmate! Yeah. So we, we did take probably a few months off where we weren't speaking a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And then we... During the time where I still was able to hang out with them occasionally, like we did hang out once in a while and kept in touch. We sort of grew out of it at some point, but... I feel like it was specifically because we were in agreement on the breakup Mm -hmm. and we weren't super close when we were together that it made it possible. And I don't think I've had any other relationship that had as smooth of a transition to being friends. Can't think of one. And I'm not really friends with any of my other exes, honestly.
0: Yeah. I'm not really... I'm like friendly. Like I... Well...
1: Friendly is still pretty good. Friendly
0: is pretty good. Um... I think as I got old, I think a part of it is, as I got older, I was much better about pulling the cord earlier on. Like, I know this isn't going anywhere, and I just want to be really upfront with you. It's nothing about you. I'm not going to dick you around. Let's just end this now. So, like, friendly. Like, I think that's how you remain friendly. But it also was, like, those people tended to be people who weren't, like, super close friends to begin with.
1: Yeah. Like, it
0: wasn't like, oh, man, I spent, I, you know, I share all my darkest secrets with you. mm mm-hmm. um, And the people that I did have, like, I'm thinking of people who, like, very early on in my past where, like, we were super close and then we hooked up and, like, we could just not go back to being friends, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Just because it went from being this intense friendship to this intense like friends with benefits Yeah. to like, it's hard to go back one step um, I found. But yeah. what you said about with that situation that you described, like creating that distance, I think is key. I think
1: so. I think so. you need to like, you need some time off to define yourself. I yeah. did have a, I had a different boyfriend in college where we dated, we broke up, we tried to be friends. We got back together. We broke again we tried to be friends again. <laughs> it was so bad. But, like, at one point, I, like, told him, I was like, I need distance from you. Like, I like, yeah. if we're not going to keep doing this, which I don't think we should keep doing, then we need to, I need some space from you in order to, like, move on. He did not handle that well. I would assume At not. <laughs> all. He got really mad and told me I got a C-minus in friendship, which is a oh. weird insult. That's, like...
0: It's so quaint that I find it more insulting if he was if he would have just been like,
1: Fuck you. I was really upset and I called my mom about it. I was like, oh, you told me I gotta see my some friendship. Mom's like, hey, you passed. You pa- <laughs> Thanks mom. That's great. <laughs> I always look on the bright
0: side. That's actually really good. I didn't think about it that way. Uh, okay, so so if you have dated, I think we both are in agreement that you can become friends afterwards, but it's hard yeah and do you think the key is that space just creating that space figuring out where you stand with each other
1: i think it's creating the space and i think it's also agreeing to table whatever like expectations or disappointments you had Mm. and just saying like whatever those are we're gonna be done with them and we're not gonna talk about them and we're gonna move forward from what we are now because if you're always lingering in the past like what happened what if like that's oh yeah, no, no 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 no
0: that's a killer
1: that's that's just, bullshit
0: you'll never get over it
1: no yeah. like you both need to be like okay well let's be present for each other and like you might have to do a little bit of the work of defining in what way you're gonna be friends and i think that that's probably good to have an explicit conversation like let's see each other like once every couple of months and like yeah. you know or like yeah, but also, like, maybe let's not meet up at night over drinks. Like, let's have coffee where we're not going to be, like, tempted to, like, try to fuck yeah. each other or something. No, you like, know?
0: coming over with a bottle of wine to right. watch a movie. Like, right. Maybe but don't do those things. No. Yeah. Or,
1: you know, or maybe those are fine. Like, maybe you're both like, nope, we're done. It's yeah. fine. We can do whatever. It it depends on where, where both of you have your energy at. Yeah. I think sometimes people break up. Like, I definitely had a breakup where neither of us really wanted to break up, but it was, it we had to. Mm-hmm. And that made the friendship hard because we were both sort of we both had a lot of unresolved feelings about the romantic stuff that had come to pass or had never come to pass Mm. and like it was no good and so that's bad like we weren't able to move past the what if and that's That's stuff that's no good yeah
0: let's talk about some situations where there's attraction Mm. can a friendship work out so let's start with um, and you described it perfectly, I've never heard it described so mm-hmm. succinctly, was asymmetrical attraction, Uh-huh. where you know one you... person is attracted and the other person is not. Or, or just the degree attracted. is just yeah. way off. Like, oh, I think you're cute. Like, oh, I think you're the love of my life.
1: Right. That's mm, bad. Yeah. I think in asymmetric attraction, it can be tough. I think if you're the person who has more attraction, you're the one who's going to kind of determine whether it works or not. And, yeah. like, that basically depends on your ability to, like, acknowledge where you're both at and to move forward from there. Like, if you're like, oh, okay, I'm super into you and you're clearly not into me or not into me as much, so... I am going to behave appropriately. I am not going to try to fuck you. I am not going to try to flirt with you or touch you. Like, I understand where you're at in terms of you not wanting this to go in that direction. And I am willing to table my feelings and behave appropriately for our circumstances and not pressure you or create weird tension. If you, Some people can do that, and some people cannot. Yeah, no, I, I think so. And I think it might be very individualistic, not just to the person, but also, like, whatever relationship you have with the person at the time. But, like, I definitely have gotten crushes on friends. Maybe not where I thought they were the love of my life, but I definitely, like, developed strong crushes on friends. Or I definitely have friends where I'd be like, I mean, if they expressed interest, I'd totally fuck them. But, like, they've never expressed interest, so yeah. I'll just keep that to myself. And that's fine. Yeah. As long as you can not make them uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not like you even have to lie, but it's like they don't need to know and you don't need to share it. Mm -hmm. And if you can keep it comfortable, then it's fine.
0: Yeah. Especially if uh, to your point about the person who sort of determines whether Mm -hmm. or not you can really have a friendship is the person who's the more attracted. Mm -hmm. Like you can just, if your baseline is my friend is attractive, it's probably a lot easier to have a friendship. Like this is just an attractive person. Yeah. I think they are attractive. We can have a friendship. I think the furthest end of the spectrum is I'm in love with this person. You can have a friendship there, but I think it's much, much harder because being in love with somebody is really hard to reconcile that they won't love you. Like, having unrequited love sucks.
1: Unrequited love is hard. I'm not super sure you can maintain a friendship through that. Again, I think if you acknowledge this and then you give yourself some distance and you're able to communicate Mm -hmm. it to the person appropriately, either by totally coming clean and saying like, I have feelings for you. I acknowledge you don't have them for me and I need some space to like sort this out. Yeah. I think you can move on or if you can do it privately. I don't even really think there's necessarily a right or wrong way to handle it. I think the, I think I don't think like not telling them or telling them is better. I think it's the way that you tell them. Like you just don't want to put pressure on them. Like you want to say like, this is where I'm at I fully acknowledge that's not where you're at mm-hmm. and then this is what I want in terms of how I want to move past it I think that that's fine yeah um I think a lot of people think if you just confess your feelings for someone it like solves it, oh, it, makes it and worse. that does not solve jack shit, yeah. in my opinion especially um, like
0: a con- in the telling someone is different from confessing it because confessing always has like this Crazy, like weight to it. Like, yeah, I have something I need to tell you. It's like you don't need to tell somebody that you like them. You like, do not you don't have
1: to. Know. I mean, you—it's a decision.
0: Yeah, there's been plenty of people I've just not told. Where I'm like, no. you're a friend. I'm not going to tell you that I'm into you because it's just not there. Like, I no. know it's not there. It's better no. to not do it. So,
1: like, I had a crush on a straight female friend, and I was like, this is not going. It's never going to happen anywhere. Yeah, and. Um, my best bet is to just write it out, and she doesn't really need to know about it. Yeah. and I'm not gonna be weird at her, and we'll weird just at her. I like that. Yeah, like, oh, look at <laughs> you! Don't don't be weird at them. Um, I did, we were, it was like, we were binge watching a show together and like that made it a little bit worse. And I was like,
0: that's such a dating thing to do.
1: I know. I know. It wasn't, it was like uncomfortable for a while. And I was like, man, isn't a crush like a cold? Like, doesn't it just fucking run its course (laughs) and then go away? Like, where's my like, you know, airborne or shit or whatever. Um, and it ended up, she... Ended up having to like travel for work for like a month and that, solved that it for yeah. me. Like, di- again, distance. Yeah, there you and it wasn't even under my control, but she went away and then that solved it. Yeah. So,
0: distance is always like distance is nine good. times out of ten, it's like that's what you need. Yeah. It's like so much like out of sight, out of mind, really. Yeah. Um, what about mutual attraction, but there's a reason you can't be together, whether mm. it's like one of you is coupled and, you know, obviously you're being monogamous in this case or. Yeah you're just not good fits for each other in a relationship Mm -hmm. or...
1: I think that that's hard. I think if you would want to be together, but there's a major obstacle that can be tricky, I do think you can get past it. I think, again, if the distance thing isn't going to solve it for you in terms of altering your feelings, then, like, maybe consciously acknowledging the reasons why you aren't a good fit is going to work for you. Like, if you're like, well... Yeah, but I know you're going to move back to Germany in two years, and right. I'm not going yeah. to Germany, so this isn't meant to be. I mean, you could also have a conversation about, like, you know, do we want to work out something out that's not quite a relationship but not quite just a friendship? Yeah. I think, again, to be critical of mononormative culture, I think <laughs> we tend to think of, like, this is a relationship. This is a friendship. Mm-hmm. This is, like, we tend to, like, think that there are these, like, hard Lines between different types of relationships. I feel like now I see the world as so much more like gray. Like, yeah, that I have you know, like I've dated people where we're like mostly friends and it's a little sexual, or I'm, like a people where it's like mostly sexual and only a little friends, and like things in between. Yeah, and like all of that is valid. And like, I think being able to few even my strictly platonic non sexual relationships through the lens of, like, let it be what it is, Mm -hmm. like, let us both define what we want out of this and move forward from there, has made my life so much better. Yeah. And, you know, in the situation where you have, like, this weird asymmetric attraction, I think just being really, or even symmetric attraction, but you're not sure, you think your relationship can't work out, having an explicit conversation about, like, what could this look like? Like, is there a solution where we're both happy with how this is and then going from there, I think could work.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that you can, you know, going back to what I said earlier and even Mm -hmm. to your point, like a friendship doesn't mean the same thing for everyone. Mm -hmm. A relationship doesn't mean the same thing for everyone. So I've had friends with benefits was like the simplest way to describe it. But what do you call somebody who is a friend 90% of the time? And then like, well, we're hanging out. You want to hook up? You know, like, what do you call that? You know, like, I don't
1: know, and like, and you
0: never stop being friends. There's just right. like, oh, sometimes we have sex, yeah, and sometimes we don't, like, depending on if we're dating other people,
1: mm-hmm. you know, like,
0: there's or uh, where we're
1: at or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that those are all like valid things. I think I think the biggest problem comes around when people don't have the maturity or the ability to be honest in their communication about mm-hmm. what they want. Like, yeah. oh yeah um occasionally we have sex but i'm actually in love with you and wish that we were together and like yeah. if you don't come out and say it or if you don't come out and like figure out how you're going to deal with it then you have a problem
0: kind of off topic but sort of there yeah. um do you think that when you have to hide how you feel about someone it only makes feelings more intense or it just stays the same because I think it makes you way more, like, intense about what you feel about someone.
1: Like, more horny and crazy? Yeah. I think it does, yeah. yeah. I think keeping it a secret isn't very good for you. There might be good reasons to do it. Like, my in the straight an example, I did not tell her that I had feelings for her. Because yeah. I was just like, mm, this is going to be weird. Yeah. But not telling her did make it weird for me, so I don't know what the result is. It's like, I, I think sometimes it's about deciding who has to bear the burden of the weirdness. And I think... It reminds me of something about how, like, Dan Savage said about um, cheating. Like, he, he says he doesn't necessarily think you always have to confess if you've cheated. Hmm. That if you did it once, you realized it was a mistake, you're doing the work to deal with whatever it is that led you to cheat, and there's no way that your partner is going to find out unless you tell them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That telling them... And telling them would only, in fact... Relieve you of the burden of keeping the secret and make them feel bad if that's the only oh, thing I it see. would do you bear the burden if they would find out if you're not doing the work blah 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 blah, then it's different but it's yeah. like if there's no reason they'd ever find out or know, and you're doing the thing to address it and the only thing it would do is relieve your guilt don't do it hmm. like you suffer let them be happy yeah and well, i kind of agree with that I think that the circumstances which, under which you don't confess are pretty specific, but I, I yeah. do agree with that. Like, if it's only going to make them feel worse and make you feel better, then that's not fair. Yeah. And I think similarly with a crush, like, if it's only going to make them feel worse and you feel better, that's not really fair. Yeah, yeah
0: I agree. Even though it might make you feel significantly worse. Like, yeah, I no, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that Dan Savage one about cheating, I, but
1: it's complicated, I think it's super individualistic. Yeah.
0: And I, I feel like he has a very different perspective because I'm I'm assuming that he wrote that after he has been after he was with his partner, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think he probably had he probably had a different perspective before than like also he's monogamous, so it makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I you know, he has a lot of views about cheating, about, like, unstable relationships with those problems, mm-hmm. about sex. And, yeah. like, I tend to agree with a lot of what he says, but not everything.
0: Yeah.
1: But anyway, I, I, I think it's an interesting point. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I think it's definitely one of those things where, like, I don't agree, but I don't think he's wrong. I don't You're think... not
1: sure he's wrong, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel right to you?
0: It, it's not personally right, yeah. but I don't think he's wrong either. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, like, I wouldn't do that. That sounds bad, but I see where he's coming from. Yeah,
1: I think it's, for me, it's really the perspective of if you're going to share something with someone, what are the consequences of that? And it's like, is that making the other person feel worse than they need to and only making you feel better? Because I don't think that that's the nicest move.
0: Yeah, I do. I do like the sentiment of if you're going to confess something only to make yourself feel better don't just don't tell me
1: leave them out of it even just like
0: not cheating but just like i ate the last cookie Mm -hmm. and i didn't even know there were cookies and now that i know there are no cookies like i'm gonna be pissed off yeah like now i can't have a cookie
1: yeah this reminds me of how um i had a party on election night years and years ago Mm -hmm. and someone brought um wings from hooters actually Oh, and we ate them all before someone showed up to the party and then we're like we're like fucking destroy the evidence, so we like yeah. threw all the um, the chicken and the wipes and the everything away and put everything in the dishwasher and hit it. And so when they showed up, they never knew that they There's missed the no wings. wings yeah. That was the kindest thing to do.
0: Yeah, that was the kindest They don't thing need
1: to know that they missed the wings. Like,
0: damn, you missed the wings. Yeah. They were so good. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the celery. Moistella. Yeah, the moistella. You can eat that. So I think we've sort of covered how to get there, mm-hmm. um, how to get to a friend go back to being a friend or even progress mm-hmm. into being a friend do you think that there is like is there worth in maintaining a friendship that used to be a relationship or whether friendship turn into a relationship is there worth there just on its
1: own mm, i think it varies yeah. uh i don't think there's a one answer i think it has a lot to do with who the people are
0: yeah no I for
1: agree. me most of the time no like for me most of the time it's like not a bad way, but it's like, we got out of this what we're going to get out of it. There's yeah. there's nothing more there. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. I think sometimes there is something more there. But oh, yeah. I think that's a super individual. I don't think there's a cookie cutter yeah. answer for this.
0: I think I, I was leading you to that. Yeah. Because I feel the same way. I think that so much of the discourse that happens on the internet is like, is this the right answer? And mm. it's like, maybe, but also maybe not. Yeah. and. I think that for some people in certain situations, on an individual level, it is worth it to maintain a friendship. There are some people where it's like, yeah, we're still cool. But on the other hand, it shouldn't be a thing that you always try to do. Like, I remember going on dates when I was single. And I'd go on, like, two dates. Like, I remember specifically, I went on three dates with this woman. And she must have decided between the second and third date that she was going to break up with me. Oh. Break up. I mean, stop dating me. So, on the third date, she was like, hey, I just wanted to bring you out to, like, end things. And I'm like, that's, you don't have, that could have been a text. Um, But she was like, yeah, can we be friends? And I was like, no. We don't know each other. Yeah. You're not that cool. Like, we barely know each other. Like, why are you trying to be friends with me? Right. You don't know anything about, like, you don't know anything about me. We went on three, we went on two three-hour dates. (sighs) you've known me for less time than like a working day.
1: Yeah. You don't
0: have to try to be my friend. Like no, I don't. No.
1: I feel like there's like a weird cultural thing where it's like you have to prove that you're like cool by person, staying, and, yeah. and like you want to stay no. friends. Like you don't need to be friends. Like you are you friends with every fucking person you meet? Like no. Like yeah. it's fine to not really be friends yeah, it's and not like a
0: Facebook friend request. You don't have to just friend request because you met me once. <laughs> like, no.
1: It's fine. I actually tore someone a new one who wanted to stay friends, and I was like, first of all, you did not uh treat me the way you should have treated me if that's what the outcome you wanted. <laughs> and then second of all, no. Like second <laughs> of all, like this is fucking New York City, I am never gonna see you again. Never. And uh that's what's great about what's about to happen. Yeah. We're done. We're done forever. Um never again ever again. Like what the (laughs) fuck? I mean, we're not even gonna get into it, but I was just like, listen, no, we're not gonna stay friends. Like why why? Like I he kept saying, like, but I wanna stay friends. I'm like why to what end for what what like for what like (laughs) why like i was just like literally what do you want from me like can i just give it to you now and then we can be done like i don't (laughs) what what the fuck
0: dude (laughs) to what end i love that
1: yeah like Uh, where's the hidden purpose that i don't understand that we're trying to get at here
0: yeah if you've gone on three dates with somebody and you really connect with them but you realize oh we're just not a good romantic match we're actually really good friends that is a thing you can do it should not be your goal your goal should never be i'm gonna be friends with every single person i date that's crazy um you don't have enough time no yeah like you just don't have enough time like let's assume you go on one date if you're single for a year you go on one date per month with a new person that's 12 people you cannot make 12 new friends you can make 12 new facebook friends or instagram followers i can't i don't have time (laughs) but yeah uh no
1: i think it's totally true i mean i have ended something with someone like we went on maybe like I don't know like five dates so not none but not a ton yeah and um, you know and I said like you know I like you and like I'd be open to being friends if that's something you want to do but if it's not something you're interested in then I totally got it and yeah. then I never heard from him and I was like alright no, no. well no, that's fine and like I just set up a low stakes like I would have continued to be friendly with this person but I was like super vested in it and I suspected and was correct that he did not really want to stay friends and that's fine well yeah, yeah.
0: there you go
1: that's cool Ended up working out. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah.
0: Oh, there was one final point that I don't know if you want to make. What's
1: mm-hmm. This one. Oh, let's take a look at our notes. Oh yeah, I saw this tweet. Like, <laughs> when was this? Like two months ago? A yeah. month ago? I don't know. And it was like, listen, like straight men are never really friends with women. Like they're always secretly dying to fuck them. And like I was already in a bad mood that day when I saw this tweet. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And I like screenshotted it to my boyfriend. I'm like, is this true? god damn it men are men horrible um maybe all so... men are horrible is this what's happening and he was like do you actually believe this is true and i'm like i don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh. and then he was just like it's obviously not true and he was like i yeah. mean and like we we kind of got into it and like you know for, at least for me like i attracted to a lot of people and so like i have like low level attraction to a lot of my friends mm. but i don't make it a problem for them like yeah. by being like hey i would just fuck you if you ever wanted to just let me know ha, 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 you know and maybe that's how i feel but i'm just sort of able to like table it and be a normal friend to them yeah. and if i'm starting to like feel like romantic-y feelings like if i've had a bunch of drinks and i'm like mm-hmm, you know like i'm like time to go home yeah. like just just you know like i at least at this point in my life i have the maturity to be like no good comes of moving forward yeah time to dump out yeah yeah I think that that's fine, and like maybe that is true for a lot of men or some men, or I don't even know because I'm not a mind reader. But like, I I sincerely hope and don't buy that all men are just secretly trying to fuck all their female friends.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. I would say as the straight man on the podcast, yes, the one. I think that not all guys are trying to fuck all their friends, male or female.
1: I hope not. Um,
0: I think that there are absolutely. Like, if you look at a big enough friend group, and a straight guy's in that friend group, and there's women in there who are attractive, Mm -hmm. he would potentially hook up with them, but maybe wouldn't date them. Mm -hmm. But I do think that people who say those sorts of things are just telling Mm -hmm. you about themselves, and they're just reflecting their own views on the world.
1: But what about when a woman says it?
0: I think that that reflects how she views straight men.
1: Do you think it's how she views straight men, or her think... own
0: experience as well?
1: Yeah, you, like
0: because there are men who do that, like men who are like I'm sure. the path to getting into her pants is by befriending her. Which yes, the, I mean the old sneak up. Yeah, the old friend zone to bone zone technique. Even though the friend zone doesn't exist. Yeah, no, I
1: neither does the bone zone. <laughs> neither
0: does the bone zone. It's called pound town. <laughs> um, Please. <laughs> Um, No, they probably have experienced people doing it or have assumed someone was doing it. Or in a man's case, like he has done it or he's tried to do it or he sees that that's how he views the world. And there's definitely people that who feel that way. And there's nothing wrong with trying to build a friendship by itself. And there's nothing wrong with hoping that a friendship leads to something more if you're attracted to someone, but if you're just going about it in a really, like, mercenary way, like, I'm going to build this friendship to get laid, and if it doesn't work out, I'll just not be friends with somebody who's just not a good person.
1: Which is how I would summarize college for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I think a lot of, I think a lot of... Women who dated nice guys or encountered nice guys in college, that's a lot of their Nice experience. guy, TM, TM, TM. Yeah. 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 TM, TM, TM.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm so over that shit. Yeah. Um, Once in a while, I get a sneak up. These days, it's a little bit different. Um, I will get, like, a message, like, particularly in OkCupid, okay from mm. a dude who's like, oh, my partner and I are super interested in an open marriage. Can you tell me more about, like, how you guys Mm, figured this out or blue 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 and i'm like you know and like part of me wants to be like sure because like you know one time i once upon a time i was a newbie too and like yeah yeah, people were there for me and told me about their experiences and i can do that for them but almost always it's a sneak up Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's a sneak up it's a "Mm," and then hey do you want to go out i'm like no
0: yeah
1: no no sneak ups (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I should put that in my Yoki Poo profile. No, no sneak ups. ups yeah. Probably they don't even know what it means. No. It wouldn't help. Also, whenever it. you put in your profile none of this, you still get You them. get it.
0: Yeah. I, I would assume it's like a magnifier of that. Like, I know you said none of this, but since you said none of it,
1: you Some mean of all it? of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all
1: of it? But so, this isn't a traditional sneak up.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a worse one. Uh, <laughs> it's worse somehow. It's, it's always worse. worse.
1: Uh, oh. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of the sneak up. Yeah. Um pretending to be friends so that you can pound is no good. Yeah. And I don't know. I th- and also pretending to be friends after you've broken up because you're hoping to like, to like reignite. still hook up? No. Yeah. No, no, no. No, yeah. no. No, no, no. No.
0: Yeah. There's a better way to do it. And the better way. and I used to do it was the better way to do it is, hey, this didn't work out, but like let's stay on good terms. Mm. That's let's stay nice. on good terms. Let's... Because good terms isn't, we're friends. Good terms is like, you could still hit me up. Like...
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that... Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess that could work. <laughs> did it work? Yeah, of course. Interesting.
0: Because I didn't pretend to be somebody's friend.
1: You weren't like, let's be friends, just giving let's fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that works. That makes sense. I think it probably has a lot to do with how the other person felt about you when you guys did yeah, things course. anyway, yeah. too. Yeah, like, yeah. that
0: was the door that wasn't like, oh, I want to be your friend, even though I want to get laid. It's like, let's keep in touch. If you want to keep in touch, no pressure. Door's open.
1: Yeah, on. I think if you want to keep in touch, no pressure is probably the best way to present that, where yeah. the person doesn't feel uncomfortable in either direction. Like, yeah, they're like, like I don't know, maybe we'll hey, no heart. pressure.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. It's all good on my end. I'm not mm-hmm. going to try to do one or the other.
1: So. I think that that's good. Yeah. I mean... Something about this question just ultimately I think is absurd. It's like, what, like bisexuals have to live in a cave and have no friends? Yeah. You know, like, well, I think, yeah.
0: I think it says more. There's a reason that the question is always framed man and woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, like, let's just be honest, like, there is a certain dynamic that straight men or men who date women mm-hmm. have is often utilizing a power imbalance.
1: Yeah. So,
0: you know, I'm, I think that. On its face, like no one would ever be like, can you know a lesbian? Can two lesbians remain friends? Like everybody would be like, of course, right, obviously. But like, can a straight man? It's like there is a fear that a lot of like all men are you know like using friendship to be predatory. Mm. So like, I understand that I I understand the impulse. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, if this is the kind of person you have in your life, then that's unfortunate. Like a person who's trying to take advantage of a power imbalance to like coerce. Something more from you that you don't want to give or whatever, that's no good. Yeah. And if you're the one trying to coerce, like, take a look in the mirror. What the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah, I will say this. I've, and this is not to brag or anything, but I never really had a problem having sex with people. Mm -hmm. I never had a problem like finding somebody to sleep with me when we were not in a relationship. I never had a problem finding friends with benefits. And my single strongest strategy was like, hey, this is what I would like. Let me know if you're interested. If you're not, that's cool.
1: And then actually be cool.
0: And be cool about it. And just be like, hey, if that's not what you want, I completely understand. You're looking for a relationship. Totally fine. I'm not going to pressure you. I'm not going to pretend to be your friend. Mm -hmm. The end. So Mm -hmm. if you're thinking like, oh, maybe I need to pretend to be somebody's friend to get late. You really don't. It actually, honestly, is working out really well. Mm. It's worked out so well for me in my life. Whenever I was dishonest, it always like bit me in the ass. Yeah. So, don't do that.
1: No. Don't do it. Men
0: or people in general, but mostly men. No, let's, let's but do straight you know. men, especially, yeah.
1: but I guess everyone. <laughs> yeah. In a breakup situation where you want to stay friends with someone afterwards, I think the best thing you can do is leave the door open. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. if you actually just want to pull out a platonic relationship, yeah. but even if you want something more, you leave the door open or leave and leave it open you give, for that. You give them the option to walk through it. Yeah. When you're the breakupper, is that the word? Sure. When you're the breakupper, you're not the one who gets to dictate what happens to the relationship next. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Because you hurt them. Um, if it's mutual, then I'd think you're both empowered, but that's not that common in my experience. Yeah. And so you're it's a little out of your hands. Like you can express what you'd like and then it's up to them to follow through on it. And that's the best you can do.
0: Yeah. Agreed. All right. Yeah. So best friends forever. High five.
1: There we go. That was a real high five. We did not Sound edited that in? No, we
0: did not. I don't have the technology for that.
1: Um, <laughs> all right. We need one of those soundboards.
0: <laughs> we got better, gotta get a better soundboard. Uh, so, mm-hmm. in conclusion,
1: yeah,
0: friends post breakup possible, but at your discretion, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and just like, just like being friends with anyone should be something that you really think about and say, like, is this actually a friendship that I want? Um, what kind of friendship do I want with this person? It's the same as a purely platonic friendship, one that used to be romantic. Um, you really just got. There is no right one right answer for every single person, um, you know. And don't feel obligated to be anyone's friend, period, ever about no. anything, especially people you've hooked up with. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You can feel like, oh, I want to be friends because that's the mature thing. But like, sometimes the mature thing is to just let it be done. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. You are not a bad person just because you don't want to stay friends. Like it doesn't mean that you're mad. Even it just means yeah. I think we're done.
0: Yeah, I think and we're that's done. Fine. I think we're done here is like a great like life motto. Like sometimes you just got to say I think we're done here. Like, yeah, we're done. It's running scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. What do we love? Well, I'll go first. because <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: I've gone to the uh, New York Botanical Gardens in the Bronx for the past. Three years, or I took a year off. I've gone two years, skipped a year, and then a year before that mm-hmm. to go see the train show. Yeah, have you seen it?
0: I've never seen it.
1: Okay, it's awesome. They build um, all of these New York landmarks from like things like the Statue of Liberty to like specific like row houses to like Lower Manhattan buildings like Penn Station. They build all of these out of natural materials like mm-hmm. stuff found in the woods, and they build this like beautiful exhibit throughout the greenhouse. And then they lay train tracks through it. So there are, like, trains running all around through it. It's, like, an awesome thing. I've taken my kid. He loves it. It's really fun. You can walk at your own pace. It can be a little bit crowded depending on the weather. But, like, overall, it's, like, really cool. It's, like, fun and beautiful. And it's, like, a new way to, like, appreciate the city. And also, like, you know, get some uh, fresh plant air into your lungs. Yeah, <laughs> from that greenhouse. That. Yeah, it's good. Um, I love that
0: greenhouse. It's the most beautiful building.
1: It's so beautiful and the and you know like they make it fun like all the people working mm-hmm. there are like wearing those like striped overalls and stuff. Oh, no it's way. It's really cute. Oh. Yeah. I I just love it I and get up there. um you know and it's like really fun to see like like an impressively large miniature Brooklyn Bridge with, like, trains going over it. That's and, like, pretty cool. And, like, even – they even make some of the trains, like, look like the actual, like, Metro North or, like – No way. Or they put, like, little trolley cars, and you can see, like, little people riding in them holding oh, yeah. the strap. And, like, it's cute. That's it's really, really cute. cute. So that's something I love.
0: Awesome. All right. So I wanted to be timely, but I know when this episode's going up. So mm-hmm. the thing that I love is well, – what's like, things. The things that I really loved – so recently I was on vacation – in dublin and then also london and i really loved both right. i really really did i loved like everything about london i loved dublin but like i didn't i forgot how much european smoke like oh, everywhere yeah. and i smelled like cigarettes all the time mm. Um, so i hated that but besides that i loved both cities um i had such an amazing time uh, both cities had such hospitable people. London had the best food ever, which leads me to the number one thing I loved about London. It's going to sound so cheesy, but I love Nando's. love Nando's. I lost yeah. my shit at Nando's. Really? Yeah.
1: Nando's.
0: I'm like, yo, I can move to London now. Like, Nando's was so good. So shout out to, like... The random I, British people I follow on Twitter who yeah. talked about Nando's.
1: I actually haven't been to Nando's oh in the God. UK, but I went to it in Johannesburg in South Africa. No shit. Quite frequently. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was.
0: I loved it. Oh. It's yummy. It was. I was obsessed. Although
1: I was confused by the monkey gland sauce and had to Google that and solve that. It's actually a South African thing. I don't know if they have it in the London oh, shops, okay. but yeah. um, it's not made of monkeys. which oh. To my relief, um, or glands. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things, but anyway, uh, cultural lessons. Yeah,
0: there we go. So thank you to both Dublin and London. I thought that both cities were awesome. I did not steal the crown jewels, even though I tried.
1: Good try. Yeah.
0: Good try. Good try.
1: I'm glad you're not in jail or prison.
0: Yeah. International prison. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Um, I think that's it. Thank you as always. Thank you. And thank you all for listening and good luck out there.
1: Good luck out there.